Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. I'm your host, Jordana Levine, and today we're exploring the Virgo New Moon. And also because it was heavily requested, (laughs) but also it's significant. Uh, We're also going to talk about Mars retrograde, but only in relation to the Virgo New Moon. My intention with this podcast really is to summarize new and full moons only. But of course, all of the planets play into the overarching energy that you're feeling. So that's often why I will talk about Mercury retrograde and Venus retrograde. And yes, today, Mars retrograde. Um, But I actually, uh, the reason I wanted to just sort of clarify what this podcast was about is I received my first poor, let's say poor, not bad, poor review of this podcast the other day, which usually I wouldn't want to bring attention to or bring light to because what's the point? But um, in the review, she professed that she found these podcast episodes to be too simple. She said, I simply explain the energy of the zodiac sign that the moon is in. And look, the thing is, she's not wrong. That's exactly what I do. (laughs) But this is the simplicity of the lunar cycle and the energy that the moon harnesses. And if you work through the lunar cycle on a regular basis with me, you'll find that there is a beautiful pattern and a much larger cycle that takes place over an entire astrological year. So while the information might seem really simple and the suggested exercises I give to work with the moon might feel kind of basic, it's because they're meant to be. This stuff doesn't have to be hard and it certainly does not need to be convoluted. So if you're looking for an in-depth astrological reading and psychological analysis, this is probably not the podcast for you. But if you're looking for really easy ways to harness the energy of the lunar cycle that will yield results and bring you into a greater sense of self-awareness, then you, my friend, are in exactly the right place. Okay, let's have a look at the Virgo New Moon. The Virgo New Moon will take place on Thursday, September 17 at 9pm in Sydney, 12pm in London and 7am in New York. So once again, as we did with the Leo New Moon and Leo season, we have had the luxury of experiencing Virgo energy for most of this month already. So this new moon energy is likely to feel like an amplification of the beautifully structured, 
organized and systemized energy that Virgo season has already gifted us. However, there are a few special, we'll call them special, additions to this new moon, which will likely affect how you experience the energy of it. Firstly, it is a super moon, which is a fancy way of saying that the moon is closest to the earth. Uh, But this supermoon is actually the first of three consecutive supermoons that will lead us into a solar eclipse with the December new moon. Basically, the only thing you really kind of need to know is that a supermoon will amplify the energy because it is closer to the Earth, so we're going to feel it more strongly. But with these three consecutive supermoons leading us into a solar eclipse, I believe that that amplified energy over the next new moons will start to instigate a series of transformations. And those transformations will likely come into some sort of climax, come into some sort of manifestation with the eclipse in December. If you cast your mind back to December last year, so 2019, we also had an eclipse. We did. And you know what was born from that eclipse? 2020, my friends. (laughs) So who knows what will be born from December 2020's eclipse? Hashtag watch this space. Okay, so where were we? Uh, So it's a super moon. The other factor we must address with this Virgo new moon is, of course, Mars retrograde because it will influence the energy. But I will talk about Mars retrograde a little later in this episode. The last special thing about this new moon is that you should be mindful of the moon wobble. Uh, Sorry, what? The moon what? I actually wasn't sure what a moon wobble was either, but never fear, I have done my research. So a moon wobble, I'm pretty sure that's what it's affectionately known as. I don't know what the scientific name is. I did see something that called it lunar instability, but I feel like that's just synonyms for moon wobble. So who knows? But basically it happens when the moon squares the nodal axis. So quick astrology lesson, there are two lunar nodes and they are mathematical points between the sun and the moon. You've got your south node and your north node. And from an energetic level and a spiritual level, they represent karmic lessons that we need to work through in this lifetime. (laughs) That's pretty heavy, hey? So when we have this wobble, it's affecting those nodes. We get about four of them on average a year, four moon wobbles a year. Some are more intense than others. And basically, from a spiritual perspective and an energetic perspective, they indicate powerful spiritual growth and transformation. There have been some major events that have happened during past moon wobbles. You can do your own research on that. I'm not going to list them because I don't think that fear-mongering is helpful during these particular moon podcast episodes, but just be aware that some of our most profound inner growth happens in the moments where we feel unstable, unsure, and a little wobbly. Okay, so let's get back to the significance of Virgo on this new moon. You might recall from the episode on Virgo season that the mantra for Virgo is I serve. How has that been going for you? (laughs) I encouraged you to be of service to yourself first, to fill up your own cup. This new moon is no different. It's the perfect time to tend to your own health and well-being. Perhaps dip your toes into the world of plant medicine and the deep 
healing qualities of nature. If you've been contemplating a new health or exercise routine, this moon is the perfect time to form a new habit. Virgo actually rules the digestive system, so if your gut needs some tending to, and let's be honest, I think everyone's gut needs some tending to, consider this moon your catalyst to improving your digestive health. If the Virgo new moon was a celebrity, it would be Gwyneth Paltrow, or you know, actually on a larger scale, it would probably be Goop. Embody the energy of Goop and you will nail this new moon. Side note, if you haven't watched that Goop Netflix series, I recommend binging it on Thursday on the new moon. You're welcome. You can thank me later. If you're listening to this podcast and you're still under heavy COVID restrictions, Victorian friends, I'm talking to you. You should definitely watch that doco, but also more notably, I suggest you really make the most of your, I think it's two hours outdoors now, so very generous, um, to move your body and connect to the earth in any way that you can. With limited access to eating out and socializing, it's also the perfect time to, to overall your health in general. See? Virgo new moon. Silver linings everywhere. <laughs> Virgo energy can feel like you're really getting on top of your shit. But as it amplifies with this new moon, please watch that you don't slip into hypercriticism of self, especially watching out for obsessive tendencies and do not let perfectionism paralyze you. I am so very guilty of this. As a gal with a Virgo moon, I tend to internalize all of my Virgo qualities to the point of combustion and yes, definitely paralyze perfectionism. So whatever you do, please don't do that. This is an earth moon, and after the fiery Leo new moon last month, followed by the watery Pisces full moon a couple of weeks ago, it's time to get grounded and perform a little practical magic. So whether you're restricted or free as a bird, now is the perfect time to plan, organize, and strategize your next manifestation. I personally love to harness the energy of an earth moon to get back into my body and out of my head. If repetitive and anxious thinking is an issue for you, use the energy of this moon to come to a place of stillness, take some deep belly breaths, and have a deep trust of your inner strength and your intuition. Lastly, Virgos love to be of service, hence the mantra, I serve, but it's important that while we're likely to want to give, give, give under this new moon, that we're also open to receiving. This could be as obvious as letting someone do something for you or as subtle as receiving a compliment. Okay, before we move into ways we can work with this Virgo new moon, let's have a look at the influence of Mars retrograde. Mars officially went into retrograde on the 9th of September and will continue to do so until the 13th of November when it will turn direct again. It entered the retrograde zone, however, on July 25, so we have been sampling its wares for a little while now. What does all of this mean? Well, actually, it means a lot right now. (laughs) This retrograde is taking place in Mars's home sign, Aries, which means that it really is an amplification of the energy. When Mars is direct, this planet is very straightforward, assertive, often aggressive, and is responsible for our sexual desires. When it's retrograde, its energy is internalized and directed inwards, making it intensified. So that assertiveness, that aggression, that sexual desire is all turned in on ourselves. 
And so it can feel a bit like a pressurized combustion chamber. <laughs> Hashtag dramatic. This retrograde is likely to highlight all of the shit that's come up for you throughout 2020. <laughs> this is your gift. Um, and that will most likely provide these little trigger points as a guide to see how far you've come or how much you've evolved throughout this challenging year. If you've been working with me through the lunar cycle and doing the work along the way, then you'll probably find that the triggers are lessened. If you process the lessons as you go, you know what to do when they resurface. It's really that simple. But if you're the kind of person who sees the lesson and then continues to repeat the same pattern or ignore the lesson, pretend like it's not happening, well, then this retrograde might be a little bit messy. The visual that comes up for me is like an 80s or 90s probably computer game. I was a Sega Master System gal, but you might have been a Nintendo Ninja. It doesn't really matter. But I want you to think about one of those games where you're on one of the final levels and it just feels so fucking impossible to complete. That level is 2020, yeah? So you've attempted to get through it. You've hit a few obstacles. You've likely been tripped up by the same cliff facings over and over again, the impossible jumps, and yes, that impossible to defeat monster right at the end. But then you've been through it a few times. You start to notice where the cliff faces are and you've observed some of the ways you can get a little higher with those jumps. And perhaps you've really, really figured out a way to defeat that monster. And eventually you make it through. This is what learning your lessons looks like. <laughs> well, it's what learning your lessons looks like to a kid who was born in 1984. You work out your own metaphor, video game, no video game. But if you just keep making the same mistakes again and again, you're never going to get to the end and you're never going to progress to the next level. So we need to identify the trigger points, the wounds, we need to learn the lessons and then we need to not repeat them. That's all a retrograde is, yeah? It's likely to bring up suppressed anger and ask you to look at it, question it, release it, and then get on with your life. Simple. So in relation to this new moon, if you feel the moon wobbles and instability and insecurity starts to result in anger or defensiveness, take a deep breath, kick your shoes off, plant your feet on the ground and choose to feel peace, calm and love. We always have free choice. It doesn't matter what Mars is doing. It doesn't matter what the moon is doing. We have free will and free choice. You will most likely, and you probably already have noticed uh, the Mars retrograde energy on a global scale. I can definitely feel it in the Australian state governments at the moment. So have an awareness of it, but don't allow yourself to become a byproduct of that anger. Take the deep breaths and send the love and light as a balance to their chaos. Okay, let's look at some ways to work with this Virgo new moon. Honestly, work with plant medicine if you haven't already. That is my hot tip for this moon. There are some incredible tools out there and it doesn't need to be tricky. Um, you know, it can be as simple as herbal teas and tonics, enjoying homegrown herbs and veggies. Or you might like to consider visiting a herbalist or naturopath for some professional advice. Or, you know, just like super simple, working with cacao. Cacao is a plant medicine, some medicinal mushrooms. If you'd like to do some reading, my beautiful friend Erin Lovell-Verinder has a wonderful book called Plants for the People. 
Um, and it's a perfect book to be diving into under this Virgo new moon. We've talked about health routines a lot throughout this episode. Um, I'm all for mixing up my exercise routine at the moment. I'm loving the way my body responds to all different activities rather than getting stuck in the rut of just walking or just doing yoga. Another silver lining of COVID has been some of the incredible access to online workouts that we've just not had before. So do some research, play around with a few different types of movement. And more important than the fitness side of it is that it gets you back into your body. Next thing you might like to do under this Virgo new moon is make a list and check it twice because it's Virgo season. And also, it's a Virgo new moon, and I mean, can you even partake in anything Virgo if you haven't written a list first? I don't think you can. So for me personally, writing a list is about getting shit out of my head, yeah? So once it's out of your head and onto a piece of paper, it's so much more achievable to organize the things that once seemed overwhelming. So if you're not a list person, give it a go. This new moon is your opportunity. Lastly, channel your anger. Just channel it. (laughs) don't get angry at other people channel it into something else if you are feeling the effects of mars retrograde find some different ways to channel any anger or frustration that arises i personally like to dance it out sometimes i like to fiercely punch a pillow journal furiously just writing everything that's in my head or sometimes i go for a fierce get out of her way she's on a mission walk and just start to release some of those endorphins. Um, it doesn't matter what the outlet is. Just choose one that best works for you. But just remember, anger, like any emotion, it's just energy. And it's begging to be released. But taking it out on others, which is how we usually channel our energy, it never ends well. Like, very rarely does it end well. So channeling it in some other way. Oh, I do have one more thing. That wasn't the last thing. The last, last, last thing that you can do to work with this new moon is to set some new moon intentions but with practicality in mind this is not to say don't dream big but after each intention write down some really practical action steps that you can take that will get you a one step closer to your manifestation if you need a little assistance with your new moon intentions you might like to consider becoming a lunar lover member this month we have a beautiful intention setting circle integrated with a new moon yin class that will drop on wednesday afternoon so you can get into your body and really embody your manifestations i love doing yin when setting intentions i think it's so so beneficial There's also a beautiful guided meditation in line with the energy of the new lunar cycle. There's some new moon journal prompts and a whole bunch of other goodies that will get you through an entire lunar cycle. To become a Lunar Lover member, all you need to do is click the link in the show notes of this episode or head to jordanalevine.com forward slash Lunar Lover. If you enjoyed this episode, as always, I would love you to take a screenshot on your phone and share it to your Instagram stories. This is so your friends can see it, mainly so you can brag about me in this episode. No, it's so more people can see the potty and learn more about the moon and the more people that are in tune with the energy of the new moon and the full moon and all of the moons a happier world we'll live in until next moon (laughs) i'm a bit crazy today can you feel it i'm actually huddled under my coffee table with a doona on top lying on my belly and it's um it's my way to soundproof for the potty but it's very uncomfortable 
and it's making me sound a little delirious, so I do apologise. Um, until next moon, <laughs> I'm Jordana Levine, and you've been listening to Luna Lover, the podcast. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started.